Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic is compassionate action. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Compelled to Compassionate Action Written and read by Rachel Adams Some men came, bringing to him a paralyzed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. Mark chapter 2, verses 3-4 through My dad very rarely misses my kids' extracurricular activities. He makes an effort to attend as many of their events as his schedule will allow, regardless of the weather or the location of the activity. Whether they are on the sidelines, court, bleachers, pool deck, or auditorium stage, my kids can look up to see his smiling face there to support them. He did the same thing for my brothers and I when we were growing up. We knew we were a priority to him, and his effort to show up was proof. He doesn't have to be there, but he wants to be, and it makes my children and I feel loved. It means so much when people make an effort for us, doesn't it? God appreciates our effort too. As unfathomable as it seems, God chooses to use us to fulfill His purpose on earth. He could easily do it all on His own, and there's no doubt He is in control, but He often requires our participation before He acts. Throughout Scripture, we see that He works through those willing to make an effort for Him. Of course, our levels of effort can vary, but one of my favorite examples of a display of extra effort is from Mark 2. It all started when people heard that Jesus had come home to Capernaum. They gathered in such large numbers that there was no room left in the house where Jesus was, not even outside the door. As Jesus preached the word to the people, four men came carrying a paralyzed man. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it, and then lowered the mat the man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he forgave the paralyzed man. He then told the man to get up, take your mat, and go home. So the man got up, took his mat, and walked out in full view of all of them. This amazed everyone, and they all praised God. 
After reading this account and putting myself into the place of these four friends, I wonder if it would have occurred to me to help the paralyzed friend in the first place. I'd like to think I would have, but the more likely scenario is that I would have been more concerned about hearing Jesus or getting healing for myself. Even if I had the intention of helping my friend, seeing such a large crowd would have caused me to hesitate. When I realized the door was blocked, I'm not so sure I would have pursued an alternative and likely would have given up, shrugging my shoulders and proud of myself for even trying at all. But these men didn't stop at the crowd or at the door. Instead, they plotted and planned an alternative route, and this route involved a lot of effort. Houses in Bible times were built of stone and had flat roofs made of mud mixed with straw. These men carried their friend up the outside stairway to the roof. It took four of them, so he must have been heavy. Once they were on top of the house, they took apart as much of the mud and straw mixture as was necessary to lower him in front of Jesus. Digging a hole and lowering him down took a lot of work. They allowed no obstacle to prevent them from helping their friend. In this story, I also noticed the effort of the paralyzed man. If you'll remember, Jesus healed the man's spiritual life first, forgiving his sins because of his friend's faith. But then, in order for his physical body to be healed, Jesus required effort from him. The paralyzed man had to get up, take his mat, and go home. The man obeyed, and as a result, he received his healing, but not until he took action. I'm convicted as I read this short story of faith, action, and effort. On a personal level, it causes me to ponder if God is waiting for me to show effort or take action before healing me physically and spiritually. Is He waiting for you? On a communal level, am I moved to action when I see a need? These are challenging thoughts. There are so many people who have physical and spiritual needs we can meet. Human need moved these four men. I pray we allow human need to compel us to compassionate action as well. Let's make an effort and allow nothing to stop us from bringing others to the feet of Jesus. Intersecting faith and life. Ask God to open your spiritual eyes to see the needs of others. Be intentional to prioritize meeting those needs. Lord, thank you for meeting all of my needs. I come to your feet for healing. Forgive me for not being concerned about the needs of others, being lackadaisical and giving up too soon. Strengthen me and embolden me to care for others enough to bring them to you. Amen. For further reading, consider reading Mark chapter 2. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
Hi, I'm Beckett Cook, host of The Beckett Cook Show. I lived as a gay man in Hollywood for many, many years until I had a radical encounter with Jesus 13 years ago. Since then, I've gotten my master's degree in seminary and published a book called A Change of Affection. On my podcast, The Becca Cook Show, I sit down with fascinating Christian scholars and thinkers to address the lies of the culture and bring the biblical truth to bear on those lies. To start listening now, go to lifeaudio.com or search for The Becca Cook Show on your favorite podcasting platform.